your turn to be afraid. Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrilled by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt podcast. Thank you for joining us here on Nerds from the Crypt, the podcast where we review your favorite and sometimes not so favorite horror movies. I'm your host, Saul. I'm Greg. I'm David. And, and we're back. We're back. Um, after another um, break, for the tenth break of the se- of the year already. Well, you know, it a mid season break. They need to happen. <laughs> mid season in February. Um, yeah. So we have a special guest today, my friend from high school, Melissa. Hello, everyone. <laughs> she might be a little shy. A little bit. A little bit. I think this is her uh, her podcast debut. Mm-hmm. Woo! Yeah. Excited. <laughs> you guys, you, you told us that she's been on like 20 podcasts before. Oh, well, I lie all the time, or so that's fine. Was it just listen to 20 podcasts before? We're going to go with that one. It's my <gasps> social awkwardness giveaway. Just oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. She's, the, she's the, uh, the one that gives us all our listens and downloads. You can. Oh, oh, thank you so much. I do what I can. I do what I can. That is appreciated. <laughs> Because for a while it was just David too, you know. So and then he stopped listening. So yeah, I was supposed to listen to it on my own to get the viewership up. <laughs> and and Bigfoot and, and Bigfoot, my, my mom too. So that helped. Oh, that's the best. Yeah, his his mom listens, and then we make fun of him. Well, <laughs> and then we're she's like, Stop talking about my David. No. <laughs> <laughs> the special bond. Um, so today, and we're we're ready to watch a new film that just. You know, debuted on Netflix last week, uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Actually, there's no the on this one. Just just Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, I watched the wrong one then. Oh, no. You said the. So I watched <laughs> the Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 1974. Uh, uh, that this is going to be interesting. <laughs> That's crazy, Greg, because I watched the 2023 one, a uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, Oh, oh man. man. We are... Wait, 2023 right. one? Yeah. Netflix. <laughs> I got the Netflix code. You watched that future movie. Yeah. <laughs> David's living the future, Saul. That's, that's fine. because we're, okay. we're all peasants. We are peasants. I see that now. Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre is a 2022 American slasher film directed by David Garcia. Uh, I think it was originally supposed to, to come out like a year ago. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, COVID and all, actually two years ago, COVID delayed the the um, the release of it till till recently. So yeah, I remember when we first saw this this uh, announcement. I actually announced it on the podcast, and <laughs> I was pretty <laughs> excited. <laughs> you were like, "Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I know him!" It's well, this is before before they even hired hired dude. No, um, you're just you're getting super excited. Like it's in no, Texas. I'm, I'm, I I'm love big, to eat people. I like chainsaws. And yeah, good hobbies to have. Good hobbies to have. It's chilly. <laughs> people chilly. People chilly. Uh, <laughs> it's delicious. No, yeah. Uh, and new so 2022 uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre released on February 18 on like I said already in Netflix. I guess critics haven't really been kind to it, but usually critics are pretty bad at, I guess, reviewing horror movies. 
uh, I guess without any spoilers, um, I'm going to ask you guys real quick to let me uh, know what you thought of the film. So I had a lot of fun with it. I loved like the gore of it. I thought like the cinematography was beautiful. There was a scene where um, like a, the bus passed by and you can see Leatherface's silhouette. And I just thought like with his chainsaw, I just thought it was like stunning. And, oh yeah. That was one of my favorite right? shots. I yeah. thought, I thought mm-hmm. that was pretty nice. And then the, at the beginning where they're in the store and Charlie Crockett's The Valley uh, came on, saying that, you know, mm-hmm. from San Benito. I just thought it was pretty cute, you know? But um, <laughs> no, I had so much fun watching it. The gore was was so much fun. Uh, I, I, I sat down, I watched what I had been, you know, I was, I was excited to see something. I was like, it was just, I don't know. I, I'm the guy that sits down and, and either makes a meal or, gathers around a bunch of snacks while I watch something that's I'm the meme, right? The, the oh, yeah. bowl of popcorn or whatever, or a, a steak and just, just enjoy something <laughs> like this. A nice rare steak, of course. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. As one should. So, <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, I, there was a lot of, a lot of fun, interesting stuff. I like the social commentaries and stuff like that. So, and I'm sure we'll get into that as we, as we move through, there was a lot of, a lot of interesting notes uh, that that you could pull from, and definitely made made good points of that. And then also just like driving across country multiple times in my in my past, uh, and popping through towns that have been hit by whatever. And you're always like, oh, interesting. This would be interesting, you know. And you're like, and you and you wonder about just like the history of stuff, and you know. These, this this movie really centers on that, and it's kind of it's it's interesting to see. I have not seen any other Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies, so I'm not sure how this added to the the lore of the the franchise. But it was really funny. Like I felt like all of the moments hit some classic like uh, horror beats. Uh, also, I'm gonna be honest. I'm not sure how he did in the other movies. Leatherface seems very athletic. I mean, he really catapulted some things throughout the movie. That's what kept shocking me. I was like, she is too far for him to reach him. And then she would just throw it and un- he would throw it so far. and be like, wow, that is <laughs> a crazy amount of way to fall- throw something. Uh, wait, wait, are you trying to bury the lead here? Have you not seen any of the Texas Chase Hall Massacres? That's part of this podcast, Saul, is that you tell me what movie to watch. <laughs> and then the twist is that I've not seen it. Upside down. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, David is like twelve years old, so and and he he's grown up a sheltered life. <laughs> All these things oh, are true, nice. except the age part. Uh, <laughs> Thirteen. 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 Jesus and Christ. a half. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> Gotta blast. Uh, <laughs> Gotta go. Gotta blast. <laughs> but it was a it was a funny movie. I was like, this. Yeah, it was. This is funny. I mean the the gore. I don't usually watch so many horror movies as courses. A couple times I was like, Ugh. but then when they, after the first couple times it happened, I was like, oh, it's pretty funny because obviously this is not as actual people's actual bodies. So it's like, it's okay now. <laughs> he started laughing. <laughs> he was like, oh, this is fine. This is okay. It's, it's not like that movie. time you, you guys like that time you made me watch Faces of Death. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we still need to watch him. Have him watch that. Uh, uh, no. We need to record <laughs> video of him watching it. Oh, that'd no. be fun. Oh, that's terrible. Uh, <laughs> I mean, considering they are making a new one, so yeah, I know. So Harlow is a real town architect, like I said before. Oh. It is 
it says it's not actually very similar to what we saw on the screen. However, it is uh, very sparsely or sparsely spare. I can't even say that word. Sparsely populated in town. That's about it. So it's easy to 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 make it look so empty. Actually, filmed the the movie in Bulgaria. <laughs> what? Yep, <laughs> the, the Bulgaria Chainsaw Massacre. Dun dun dun. <sighs> Disappoint. Yep, yep. Hollywood so, magic. I actually really enjoyed this movie, uh, and not just because um, I know the director. It's uh, actually. Really enjoyable horror movie. I really don't know what people are looking for when they say, "Oh, you know," the, the when they give bad reviews to some of these movies that we that we watch. It's 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 a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. What do you expect? What <laughs> what depth of storytelling are you literally waiting for from a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie? All you really need is just a way to get the people to Leatherface and a way for Leatherface to get them. That's it, right? right? Now, was it perfect? No. But what film is, right? So we'll talk about the things that, that we liked and we didn't like here in a, in a bit. Let's um, let's run through the, the actual story that, you know, that the film has. And let's see what let's see if we can kind of figure out what uh, what people were, were complaining about. TCM 2022 is a direct sequel to the original 1973 uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And in case people didn't know, they kind of did the same thing with uh, with Halloween. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of getting upset that they keep naming the new horror movies the same as the old one or very similar to the old one. It's it's like when you now you have to go out of your way to distinguish what movie you're talking about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, no, no, I watched the new one. What, there's yeah. a new one. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think David knew it came out. No, Bigfoot he, didn't tell him. No, he would have watched nope. it. He, and then him and Bigfoot, he and Bigfoot were just totally like just thrown for a loop. Like this is brand new. I never saw the old one. Our blockbuster didn't have it. Oh man, I miss blockbuster. So yeah, like I said, it's a direct uh, sequel. We actually have the same narrator, uh, John Larroquette, open up the film. I guess they made it seem like the opening intro to the original film was actually an intro to the the documentary that were that was playing in the gas station uh, here uh, in the movie. It's a good little way to tie it in. Yeah. A little throwback there. And the, the ability to actually get John Larroquette back and, and able to do that is awesome. I like watching those documentary type things. I know, I know there's a lot of people out there that do, and sometimes they're, they're fun and nice to just sit there and find out how murder and mayhem happens. <laughs> Hey, well, I mean, it's we do that now with with podcasts. We don't have to watch it now. I, I mean, this movie is full of uh, people monsters. Yes. Um, well, well, actually, well, yeah, no, even the no, people, it's people like, yeah, everybody, no, yeah. everybody, everybody in there's a people monster. Everybody one, I think. Yeah. No, they're um, all they're all people monsters. <laughs> everybody but one. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Let me ask you guys about first impression of our main characters. I didn't like the first impression that we got from from Catherine. Uh, she we we see her kind of talking down about a just random person trying to put 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 gas, trying to be you know live their life. I get that you know maybe they're not your your lifestyle and all that, but you don't know the person. Are you talking about Melody? 
Is it Melody? It's Melody. Is it my game. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. It's Melody. Sorry, my bad. My bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. I just, I just did it. I didn't, it didn't rub me the right way, the way she was acting. But I know that's all people uh, can be, though. I liked them. It made sense. I was like, okay, a group of friends going on a car trip. They seemed pretty likable, or at least I enjoyed where they're headed. The one thing I didn't quite see with me was, I don't know if this is exactly part of the first impressions, but their whole objective to buy up this small town. I mean, I don't know Texas property real estate, but uh, my four friends and I couldn't just buy a ghost town. So that was the one part <laughs> that I could not believe. But that's Well, the these are millennials with, uh, with uh, parents' money, probably. Yeah, yeah they don't buy money. avocado toast. They have more money. Yeah. <laughs> I... I thought that like, like, like David said, um, that it, it was, you get that, that, that quick introduction. I, I was, it, it took me a minute to figure out kind of like who everyone was to each person and maybe I'm slow on the uptake or maybe it was just, I'm slow getting to that, that point. Um, not that I needed it to be like connect the dots quicker, but it, it, it was, it was a little, it, it took me like, it literally took like, 10 minutes too long, I think, for me to figure out who was who. And maybe I'm just not connecting the dots fast. I was waiting for something else to happen. <laughs> but uh, um, I, uh, I I, definitely like, yeah, the, 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 the take on them uh, buying up a town or, or having the ability to do so seemed a bit of a reach, but then again, you never know. Maybe the resources are vaster than, than one can imagine. So it is a movie. So. Well, I feel like just gent- gentrification, like it totally happens. And then as far as like, say their age or where they're from, it is kind of believable because it just depends like where are these funds from, like how affluent are the families and, you know, so forth and so forth. So that part, it's like, well, of course. And then like their reaction from, the people who live there to them coming in and changing everything. So I really like that part. But um, as far as like the connection, like say if we compare it to even like the 2003 version, you understand like the characters more like their bond more, I think than than with this one, I think is what um, I think Greg was kind of saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Without them having to say who they are. Like when they were in the car, he's like, Oh, you know, this is my future wife. And like, you know, that's her, my partner, her sister, blah, blah, blah. Like where they have to like say it. I feel mm-hmm. like the the bond wasn't as like apparent or you know um, transparent for us. You know what I mean? So yeah, that, I, I get that part for sure. That's exactly it. Like it, it just wasn't. It didn't seem. It, it was. It, it seemed forced. Like having to to name to explain it, out. it like, like that for sure. For sure, you could be siblings and just like be whatever, and it's like, oh, okay, they're siblings, and yeah. or you could be in a relationship, and okay, because it took me a minute to wonder is like melody and dante in a relationship is mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. dante and and the person he's in a relationship with uh yeah. forgettable name because she's you know yeah um uh, root like <laughs> root okay yeah. um uh are they in a relationship because they don't seem like they're in a relationship yeah I mean, even for the the screen even the, throughout the whole movie they don't really spend <laughs> no a lot of time um no yeah I, and i think some of it's gonna be it, the fact that this movie is so short, I don't think it was meant to be as short as we actually ended up getting, but it was cut down. So I'm pretty sure some of that comes from, we're, that's why we're missing some of the, I guess, 
getting the attachment to the characters or getting to really know them in in the previous movies that like uh, Melissa said in the 2003 and the 1973 film we really don't need that exposition coming from the cops to for us to really get to know them we get to know them just by their conversation about what they're what they're talking and and they're really just talking about just anything uh-huh. um they're, they're they're heading to a a, a spot that they want to get to and that's it that's all we hear right yeah um this one they have to get pulled over um to for us to figure out who's who and mm-hmm. how they're related or how they know each other mm-hmm. um and then like i said the first impression that we got from from melody for me was not the the best yeah i mean it could have been done at the gas station during that first interaction yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like like and you could have just like got that like all boom right there under the first like three minutes of the movie and set it off and gone and still just like been been just good to go interaction with the cops minor i think i think even if it even if it was the cops it could have worked yeah uh because we get them talking about it right but they already know what their plan is yeah so it's like why are they talking about their plan like they don't know what the plan is right so if they were let's say they're talking to the guy in the gas station like you said and they're explaining what they're they're there to do that makes more sense than the guys that you know are like, oh, I know who you are. And then we get them talking about it. Uh, just maybe some, something like that. Yeah. Everyone knows, like I said, everyone knows him to know what they're doing. It's not a secret that they're going to go up and buy up a town. Uh, gentrification, like Melissa said. And um, it's to the point where the whole the whole town is a, is a ghost town now. Um, I don't know if it was a ghost town beforehand. I doubt it because it looks like, like Leatherface and his, I don't think that's, did they say that's actually his mom, or is that just his caretaker from from the movie? Because I f- I feel like his mom would have died from the first movie. Yeah, I think it's just his like uh, the, someone that just took care the of orphanage. The the lady who runs the orphanage, and she's and he's his his last big boy, or he's his, yes, he's the yes, last yes, big yes. boy. Uh, we actually get to see. Um, well, like I said, they talk about their their plan to, to get this renovate this town. They bought every single building or almost every single building, about 99% of the buildings in this town. They're going to fix it up. And the, the guy that they met at the gas station ends up being the, the contractor that's going to help them out with this. He kind of does on because uh, guys are pretty much building a cult here. Uh, I mean, it, it's, it's a, 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 what is it called? A combine um, that they're, they're trying to do, right? It's people who, who want to, get away from the city, want to live on, on their own and build their own society away from all the violence and, and all the, all the stuff that's going on in, in real life. Oh, like a commune commune. That's what I meant. Or like or a way to make, and- just like to make money also. Cause it, oh, you don't really know like yeah. the intention, you know what I mean? Is mm-hmm. it just, yeah. well, you know, buying cheap property, investors. fix it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then like, whatever they make from it, you know, and then move on to the next. I mean, I don't really know. They didn't really go mm-hmm. through that too much. <laughs> That's what they do. They're like mm-hmm. locusts. I mean, uh, they're <laughs> savvy. But um, them buying the town, I guess, looking to be able to pump money into the town so they can make money. And it, that would raise, I guess, the, the proper taxes for anybody who decided to stay back and for then sure. just force them out. That's a force which, which would have happened with with um, Leatherface and and his, um, his mom, Jenny. Uh, we meet Jenny um, after... Melody and and Dante go into the building to remove a Confederate flag that's hanging there. 
Mm-hmm. And did it? Did anyone get scared when you just see Leatherface sitting in the in the dark there? No. 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 I smiled. It makes me. Hey. I actually didn't see him the first time. <laughs> I saw him and I was like, "Oh, is this when we start? When the movie really starts?" And then he was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna go back to my my Netflix Come binging." Come back to my room, mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's the thing. You know, <laughs> it takes a while for Leatherface to to Leatherface. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's well, he's got to get the okay first. Yeah, mom yeah. has to say it's okay. He he just is like you know he's he's just chilling. He's Netflix and chilling by himself. Totally, totally. <laughs> I mean, he leaves. He leaves Dante alone. He could have yeah. killed him up there. Oh, totally. He could have pushed him out. He could have crushed his head. He could have done a lot of things, different things to him. But he he leaves him alone. Um, he comes down. Dante comes down. Uh, Jenny and Melody are talking, and um, we do see Leatherface for for a moment there without actually seeing his face. I think we could get a better um, view of his face when he's sitting on his own. But we we he comes out to kind of see what the ruckus is about, and Jenny tells him to you know go back up. It's fine, and he he listens. It doesn't look like he's about to go on a on a rager yeah. on on the town. He's just you know he's like hey all right cool I'll just go back up to what I'm doing. Okay, so here because where the conflict comes right because Jenny insists that she still has her her deeds for this for this building. However. Dante and the group are pretty confident that they have every single deed for every single building to the, to the town. Um, and they're trying to force her out. And she tells them there's nowhere we can go because Mr. Leatherface uh, has a problem being in social places and can't fit in. So relatable. at heart. I know. But a um, quick note, um, did you guys ever watch uh, Sleepwalkers, 1992 Sleepwalkers? So his like the, caretaker the of the mom? Yes. So Alice Crygate, that's who that woman is, like the caretaker of the mom. Oh. As soon as I saw her, my heart skipped a beat because I that's one of my childhood favorite movies, right? Um, it, you know, it's messy, but I, I love it. I love Stephen King. So did mm-hmm. you guys catch that? No. I didn't recognize her. I loved that. I was like, oh, it was just like, oh, I thought – it's a beautiful touch. I, I adore her. Now I have to watch that movie. Have again. To. It's as been soon a while. as you see her, you're gonna see it. And now that you know you're you're gonna see it. But yeah, it's one of my favorites. So as soon as I saw her, I was like, oh my, I was like, no, there's no way. And I was like, it has to be her. So I went straight to Google and it confirmed. I was, I was so happy. So that's <laughs> that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Now they it looks like they put a lot of makeup on her. Yes, to make her look for old. Sure. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't look like that. Was it me? Or did anybody kind of feel like her mouth was CGI. <laughs> it kind of looked a little, but I, I think it might have. I think the the prosthetics or whatever might not have oh, nice. um, worked mm-hmm. as good as they thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. This, this movie, for the most part, has um, pretty good practical effects. Oh yeah! Oh hell that's, yeah! That's going to be one of the best things that I like about this movie is that they actually went with practical effects instead of going CGI. Um, as good as CGI is at this moment, it you can it throws you off when you see CGI blood, CGI anything. You know, and there's things that they have to do um, with the computer, but anything practical, I'm always gonna be in for it. Yeah. Let's not mention um, Breaking Dawn and that baby. I mean, that was <laughs> horrendous. Like, what was that? That's right. Well, we my did head, mention that movie. Like bad, you know, like, what? 
Oh, I'm saying I'm glad we have a reason to bring up that movie because that is terrible CGI. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's true. Well, what's, it's what's worse? Terrible CGI baby or a plastic baby? Like, um, that, what's the movie that uh, Bradley Cooper was in when he's uh, the sniper? American I'm sniper? Go with the CGI baby. That was bad. I'd rather see a plastic bambino in that mess. That was trash. CGI baby scares you. That was plastic ugly. baby just throws you off. And that's fine. <laughs> that's fine well breaking dawn has vampires I... so we can watch it next week and melissa can come back and talk about it oh, well, the, the thing the horror is it. not vampires the horror is the franchise just existing <laughs> the horror was the baby <laughs> <laughs> that was the horror the baby's face um the baby in the commotion of uh, melody and jenny talking jenny collapses uh, um, after having a heart attack and this is really where it Really starts moving the plot. Um, Leatherface comes down. Did we? Well, before I continue, because we yeah. get a name in the twenty in the two thousand three. I'm sorry, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre for for Leatherface, but I don't believe we ever actually got it for the original movie. Oh, of the actual character, like his character, his character. We just know him by Leatherface. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, so yeah, Leatherface comes down, picks up Jenny, takes her into the into it- the ambulance that is being driven by the cops. It wasn't even an ambulance. It was just like a cop van. But it, it happened so yeah. fast. Yeah. I was like, wait, that's he came down, picked her up, and like it, it was, I don't even know what's going on. It just all and like he picked her up and the oxygen tank and everything. Like it was Well, he's a strong boy, remember? Yeah, he is a strong boy. Loves his mama. Loves yeah, his mama. And the thing is, so far, he's Texas. minding his business. He is he's behaving. Yeah. It's not till on the way to wherever they're going because it looks like they're leaving the the town. Mm-hmm. That when she she dies, that he tries to revive her, and it's at that point where he he goes on a he goes on a on a tear. He he breaks he breaks bones literally. Yeah, that's so, oh, so nice to watch. Cool. I mean, this is I mean, <clears throat> I go into Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies for is the gore, good setup scene. Uh, we have actually. I what did I what did I call her before? I thought her name was um Melody. Catherine. I, I thought, yeah, Ruth? but Catherine's Ruth? actually someone different. No, it's yeah. Ruth. This is, uh, Ruth, yeah. <laughs> Forgettable. <laughs> <laughs> she Awkward. didn't do much in the movie, but she was the first of the friends that we see that gets attacked. And we see Leatherface over Jenny taking off his her her face and put on it, put it on as a mask. Which is where we start to see the the what's it called uh, his face now from now on wearing Jenny's Jenny's face actually is Leatherface this brutal in the original one I know he he, he changed people's off right but um, he like goes overboard on these some of these kills I know I loved it <laughs> it was awesome I'm just awesome. saying uh, maybe he's cracking he just, knuckles in this one yeah he I think I think he was. Uh, just fed up with not being able to kill, and now that he's got a chance, he's gonna take yeah. all he can. Well, I mean, she says, she says, like, I can't, I don't know, I can't remember if it was "Don't go in my room" or "Go into my room" right before she. she yeah, uh, that's what I wanted to know. What did she say? She said, "Don't so, go into my room." Oh, but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's where all his goodies what were. What did that mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, she probably kept all his shit away from him. And also, that's real quick, since why. you mentioned the mask, I thought it was interesting that. Like beforehand, when he would wear somebody's face, it was like someone who he aspired to be, someone he, who he wanted to be. Like a male was usually like a male's face, right? And then with this one, it was someone who he loved, and then he wore her face. That was it was something different. I mean, yeah. I liked it, but I, 
it was very loving. It was tender. It yeah, was it, was tender. Tender. it was a tender moment. Like I love this is creepy, but it's fine. I mean, we're in this podcast already. So with my brother, he lives um like hours away, not like Seattle, right? Like hours away. And I'm like, oh, I miss you so much. I want to wear your face. But I've told him that for years, like since he went away for college. <laughs> so it's really fun that we're having this conversation about this movie. And I'm like, am I Leatherface at heart? Is this full circle? <laughs> Have you ever crazy. tried to wear his face? I shaved his eyebrows one time as a kid. Well, close enough. There you go. So oh, I my I gosh. It was like practice, right? Did yeah, you use? Was- did you put his eyebrows on your face? I put them in a bag. I'm just kidding. Whoa. <laughs> I, I still have them. I grew him in a jar. I'm just kidding. I'm so sorry. I'll stop talking. Edit that out. You, grew, you just I'm like just put kidding. Elmer's glue on your face and then sprinkle <laughs> his eyebrows onto your face. And now your eyebrow face. We are one. Oh, yeah. Now you're the wolf in you. Let's bring it back to a conversation we had earlier. <laughs> Before I the podcast. CGI. Just, yeah. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I heard. I was like, how do they know? <laughs> we know. I, well, <laughs> never, never talked to you before, but I had I a know. feeling. I, I had know. a feeling. <laughs> I give off those vibes. Not only he goes up to her room, like immediately, he um, starts putting makeup on, on her face. Completely- and for people who don't know, uh, the, person that Leatherface was quote unquote based off um as Ed Gein. Oh yeah. He he's also the inspiration for Psycho. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh sorry. I thought of that right? with David and his mom, <laughs> but I didn't want to say anything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant earlier, but it's, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> a lovely somebody story. Had a, somebody had to say it. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna say anything. I'll wait till later. <laughs> Another loving story. So warm, so tender. <laughs> And Touching. he also was the inspiration um, for Buffalo Bill in Silence mm-hmm. of the Labs. Oh, yeah. Lambs. Mm-hmm. I, I think I said Labs. Anyways. Yeah, that's <laughs> a different too. movie, but yeah. also very good. Silence of the Labs. <laughs> Buffalo Bill was uh, partially inspired by Ed Gein and Ted Bundy. So there you go. Lived in his apartment. It looks like Leatherface is, is having a good time putting on the makeup until he starts hearing the people from the bus of investors arrive and it's time like, oh, not in my town. He gets his, uh, gets his get gear and, and decides mm-hmm. he's going to go on a rampage. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. But uh, I'm trying to think like, I mean, we, we were moving. This, this is like, I mean, this is where that story, like I said, it just like from that point on, it just kind of like picks up. It's like, mm-hmm. like, which you brought up timing earlier, Saul, but I really liked that. It was like a good 90 minutes. I feel like maybe we missed some things the director wanted to put in, but I was like, once it starts, like you said, Greg, this does not let up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For no, sure. Because if it would have taken a good hour before we see Leatherface, that would have been bad, right? Some of the stuff that we're asking for from our characters is what was left on the cutting floor. It's total guess. You're right. Things did get missed or dropped or cut because I feel like we had you and I had this conversation, Saul, and... There was there was some moments that just didn't seem like they the connections were, uh, like they were they were starting, but they were they were not there. Yeah, the like, like I said, the first impression that we have of Melody was not a positive on my end. Mm-hmm. So when all this starts happening, it's I didn't really care if she was if she would have gotten um, killed off, and then. 
my issue, I don't have a, really have an issue with the rest of the characters. It's really that Melody and her sister are our main characters, our, our protagonists of this of this movie. But we are more with Melody, so having that negative reaction to her right off the bat, at least mm-hmm. for me, was not the best feeling because we want to be able to connect with the That's with the what I was main about to say, character. Connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, what? That's what's about to say. Connection. I didn't have a connection yeah. with anyone either. It kind of, I don't know if it was me because I had that, that bad feeling about her from the beginning. So when she was acting like, or when she was talking about, we cannot do this, we, and it goes, uh, whatever, you know, when all that happened to Ginny, now that felt like she was not genuine or like, where did this come from when she was like making fun of people uh, for what, what they look like or what they wear or whatever, you know? Because like usually those types of characters, like in a movie, when they get, you know, hacked off, I'm not mad. You know, I start. Maybe I mm-hmm. start laughing, right? So yeah, yeah. if it's supposed to be like a main character where you're supposed to like feel something, I felt nothing, you know? So I definitely now, get that. We do get a little bit of a backstory from from her sister. Yes. And she's the only one that I feel like we get true backstory from. Anything from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and it's the one that I I the only character I really wanted to make sure to stay alive was Lila. Um, she was part of a school shooting uh, where she actually got shot in the what was it in the sh- like shoulder? Is near her, chest her area. clavicle bone? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now she she believes that she should have died in that on on that day because she doesn't see herself as as special like she said. Now she has that pressure from everybody around. You know, well, you know, you're the one that survived. You need to do something with your life, and she doesn't feel like she can do that. Yeah, it's like survivor's guilt, you know. So I think yeah, it's pretty yeah. relatable considering the climate and how many school shootings we've seen, how many like shootings in general that we've seen, even like in the past decade. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it was a it was a good touch because it's literally the climate that we're in right now. It also kind of um, shadows Sally's story. You know, oh, yeah. she's the only one that survived the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm-hmm. and she's lived all these years looking for for Leatherface, unable to find him. And she actually became a Texas Ranger that we, and we learned about that in the, in their, at the beginning of the movie, searching all these years for him, unable to find him, but still having that, that, um, that want to get back at him. Cause he wore a mask. <laughs> How is she supposed to find him? I'm just kidding. Uh, she's that a pretty chainsaw. Mask, honestly. Man. Yeah. I know if she just found a guy with a chainsaw, maybe she might be in luck. I feel like I feel like if that was me, I would have been just like shooting anybody with a chainsaw, mm-hmm. um, just like you do with Bigfoots or anybody that's over seven feet tall. Good yeah. lord! I want to get go deeper into that conversation at another time. <laughs> I want to know what's his animosity with Bigfoot. I need a history, please, and then I would like a, um, a deep discussion. Thank you so much. I I told the story on. Um, we'll find I it. have a strange story podcast. Ooh, okay. I'll point you that way. Okay, sweet. So here's going to be a criticism that I see from this movie. Oh. That it felt too much like Halloween. What? No. <laughs> Say it's not um, true. Provide more information, please. Please so, your case. Was it jack o oh, no, I'm, I'm not giving this. I'm not giving this criticism. This is the criticism I heard. Oh, okay. That this is pretty that's pretty much going the same route as the, the new Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis's character uh, being the one that comes back to try to try to get Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this case, it's Sally who's mm-hmm. lived um, all these years tra- wanting to get Leatherface. I see that. However, however, here's the difference: after she survived, 
she kind of kind of lived her life a little bit and then barricaded her. And I don't know if you consider what she did to her daughter uh, child abuse because because of, of what because she had technically she ended up preparing her to survive, but her daughter did not like that way she did. she grew up. She grew estranged from her family. She built a compound and and she just stayed in her house. Uh, Sally actually did something. She became a ranger and looked for uh, for Leatherface all these years mm-hmm. and actually did, I guess, some good um, as a Texas ranger. Yeah. Unable to find him, but no, she, she tried to, to do it. And she realizes that by her g- getting away and surviving and not trying to come back at Leatherface that his image was still haunting her all these years. And we, we get that conversation from her later on. I, I mean, I get where they're coming from as far mm-hmm. as comparing it to Halloween, yeah. but it's not necessarily the exact same thing that happened. It's still really different. I feel like, cause like with mm-hmm. Lori Strode, I feel like she was more like on the defense, right? Like her home is set up. She's preparing her, her daughter for like an attack. So that way she can, she can survive that. And then I feel like with Sally, she's more like on the hunt. Like she wants mm-hmm. to find this person. She wants it to end. So I feel like it's different. The only similarity I feel is that it's a person from the original who's coming back who wants it to end. But mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's totally different, though. That's for people who in, don't really pay in Lori's, attention. You know? In Lori's case, Michael Myers was locked up. Yeah. She had no reason to even believe that he would ever get out. Let Sally, Leatherface, escaped. <laughs> yeah. And he's out there. He's the, mm-hmm. the boogeyman. He could mm-hmm. be anywhere. Yep, especially since he didn't see his face. Yeah, with Michael Myers, I would never think like, "Oh, I'm safe. He's in jail. Give me a break." I would have still been paranoid <laughs> the whole time. That means nothing, you know. Especially because these people are like superhuman, and I wanted to yeah. bring that up earlier, or like I thought about it last night at one in the morning when you asked me to do this. Ah. I thought of like similarities. I was like, I was like, think of material, and I passed out. <laughs> but like they're they're like superhuman. You know what I mean? Like from like the first to the you know millionth movie that we're on, which I appreciate. I, I love this stuff. But they're, they're like superhuman. Like you, they can't die. You know, it's pretty. I mean, I'm here oh, for it. But that's no, that's a similarity I feel between the two movies. It's 100. percent I remember having that conversation when I was a kid uh, on a school bus, like this, going and, and and getting into a fight with somebody about who is like the better bad, you know, the mm-hmm. better bad guy in a movie. Yeah, and it was like they're both superhuman. You can't kill them. They're, like no one is better. They're like, I mean, you couldn't like they would fight each other and and, the death, yeah. and then yeah, and for still live time, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then they would kill everybody else around them. I actually asked my wife last night if it she's not into horror or anything like that, so but she's watched she watched it last night with me and she watched Halloween with me, so I was like, if you had to choose between Mike Myers and Leatherface coming after you, who would you choose? And she goes like, um, I'll just off myself. I f that. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah. That is. I go. I mean, personally, I would rather have Mike Myers get me than Leatherface because Mike Myers would like crack my neck or stab me or do whatever he wants, but then he'd leave my body alone. Uh, Leatherface goes overboard. <laughs> I don't know. If you're going to go out, let's make it epic, right? So let's <laughs> go with Leatherface. Let's, let's go hard. That's what I would do that. If I'm dying either way, do I want a little knife to take me out? No. I need this rotating blade <laughs> to end my existence. And then I'm going to haunt the shit out of everybody. Right. Well, I guess the upside is that not only you get killed by Leatherface, you might become 
the leather face. Well, let's do Whoa. it. You know, I mean, yeah, I'm here for like it. Guess, what else am yeah. I doing? So because I mean, if he if he takes your face or ingests you, you become Leatherface one way or another. I mean, is That's it not true. romantic? I'm just kidding. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, We're just talking no about judgment. a movie. Don't judge Safe me. Safe place. Right? No Thank judgment. So Love language. It. I will not be thing. reading the comments. Of this podcast. <laughs> you so will be. Though. You're going to get some letters. People are going to. Saul's going to have some. I'm fake some now. <laughs> I have hate mail. I made it. <laughs> People are going to be like, who is this person? Where did you find them? I can't believe it. Oh, Valley Talk to them. I'm actually interested in this. I would also, too, like to share a conversation about wearing someone's face. I mean, it's a small town. If you don't go outside, you're watching a lot of movies. And then here I am. True. Right? Yeah. So. There you are. <laughs> here, here I am. So Leatherface. Oh, I was going to say, I definitely felt his super strength in this movie. Because there were times when like, people would be really far away. Or the scene where she's at the bottom of the staircase. And I'm like, she's safe. And then he just hurls something. Yeah. Like, how is he hurling <laughs> this chainsaw so far? Yeah. Not, so only, not only that, but you remember, he has to carry around a probably like a five-gallon um, container of gas to keep, keep pouring into the chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> he never gets tired. Like, what kind of cardio does this man do? Like, he's just... Also, he does this chainsaw else. never, you know, catch on something when he's... Chopping? I've never been able to have a chainsaw. Never catch once he's a or pro. kick back. Yeah, man. I watched. Well, I, well, I, well, I mean, he's strong. He's a pro. I, I don't know. I've seen a dude when I was in Scouts. <laughs> his dad he was using a chainsaw. We used to actually after this incident, we did call him Leatherface. He uh, he caught the tip of the chainsaw on a on a log when he was trying to like wear cutting cords of wood to sell for a fundraiser. Pop pop! Hit himself right in the face with <laughs> it. Cut his cheek right open. <laughs> Wow. It was gnarly. We had to put tampon tampaxes or tampons into his mm-hmm. face to get him to the oh hospital. Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah. Those, those are nice sound effects though. Yeah. It was it was crazy. It was we were never allowed to touch chainsaws again. And we weren't even it's the terrifying. ones using them. It was the the dad. It's yeah. always the dad at Boy Scouts who does something like that. Yeah, it it was gnarly. Greg, how old were you? How old was I? I think it was like I don't know. I was old enough to drive because I think I drove him to the hospital. Oh my uh, god! Or, or I was fifteen. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I was old scary. enough to. I was old enough to to for them to be like, "You gotta go," and we were like, "Okay, we're going to the hospital." <laughs> old enough to know better. And like you have one of your friends pushing the gas in the brake, and you're on on phone books. Indiana to Jones. There was three of us in a trench coat, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> We okay. got there and uh, and they're we, like, "What happened?" And we're like, "Chainsaw juggling, of course." Duh. We went on the tangent like we always do. That's yeah. my favorite way to um, live. <laughs> let's bring it. Let's bring it back in here. Um, Leatherface killing people with things, breaking hands, smashing faces. This is where Leatherface goes on a tear, starts killing everybody in the town. All the the bus of investors really was there to bring up the body count uh, oh, slaughterhouse. i'm all for it too i i yeah. thought i thought like whatever like hit, like redneck dude was like gonna gonna save the day quick yeah. he's like the first yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like the second, second main character death richard yeah he was, he was good he stuff was, yeah he was like boom 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 he tried though he tried and you know what he's probably the the um 
other character that we kind of get some some like not necessarily background, but some some get to know him. He's actually not the redneck that we think he is at the beginning. Yeah, he's actually very um, understanding, our guess, or compassionate towards towards uh, Lila when she's telling her story. Yeah, he was different from like say the other. My dog is about to bark. I am so sorry. It's um, it's also different from like the history of the other films where anyone like within that town, they're all like on the same page to kind of like support what the family is kind of doing. You know what I mean? It's very hush hush. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with him, it was totally different to where she sees him and she thinks like, oh, he's just that type. Like, you know, what's he commenting for, blah, blah, blah. But then he actually had their back and he actually like tried mm-hmm. to help them, tried to save them. And I feel like that was a big difference also. I thought he was going to survive. I really thought he was, that was going to be the turning point in the movie where like, we hate him, but he's going to save us all. Uh, and then he got the axe or the saw. <laughs> the saw. Uh, Dante gets a a um, cleaver to the face. Yeah. Dude, that was and, and survives. I mean, a kind cut of. to the face. A cut to the face is kind of like you know, it's like I said earlier in my youth. I've seen it. It's it's bad. It's gross, but uh, not fatal. Not fatal. But with, how did how did Leatherface let him live though? Because in other times where someone falls on the ground, he crushes their head. And <laughs> I think he heard a noise. Oh, that's right. He heard Melody. Yeah, yeah. Melody escapes upstairs and. I actually like that Melody went upstairs, but they the fact that they gave her a reason to go upstairs, unlike other movies that we've talked about in the past, and even <laughs> when we talked about Scream. I was going to say Scream, they, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, in Scream, they say, um, what's her name? Um, Nev Campbell. Yes. Sydney says, oh, the stupid girl goes upstairs. And then when, when she should be the running out the down, front door, she heads open. right upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> I know that movie um, <laughs> through and through. If this particular one, she, he, okay. she had a reason. She had nowhere to go. I mean, mm-hmm. she can't go around Leatherface. He's huge. Um, so she had to go up there. She was able to hide. And unfortunately, what's it called? Uh, he, she's able to escape. But the rest of the town is not so lucky. Uh-uh. <laughs> let's let's talk about, I guess, uh, instead of going one by one by these kills, let's just talk about the our favorite our favorite kills the bus <laughs> everyone pretty much likes in the bus uh, no mine was richer richer was my favorite one we came he came out of nowhere became a hero he still hasn't picked up his chainsaw at this point right no it's no it was his, just... it was like not like a hacksaw but like i don't i don't i couldn't really tell like what the tool was some kind of like hammer or some something yeah. along those lines but when he broke his leg Oh, yeah. like, what is what am I watching? Right, crack. And then his skull, he was just like smashing it in. Like when Melody was looking at him from under the bed, I was like, "What is this?" I was intrigued. It was super yeah, cool. it was, was a. Favorite. What was he trying to give her? The keys for the bus. Yeah. Remember, because he kept them. He's like, you know, you better find that deed, and oh, you're not getting right, the keys yeah. back. So it's like him. Even in his dying moment, he's trying to help that person mm-hmm. who, yeah. you know, judged him from the beginning. I feel like that mm-hmm. he was a really good person. Yep. He was he was trying, and at the end of the day, the end of the story is millennials are the real monsters, aren't we? It's not us. I'm gonna go with Gen Z, right? I like like millennials just have a bad rap because they don't know what else to say. But I'm gonna go with with younger millennials, and exactly, and that's not very nice. I'm not. I'm not (laughs) part of of all this. (laughs) David's like 50 years old right now. Yeah, I I thought he was 13. Everybody, (laughs) I mean, Greg is Greg is 50. Okay, I was like, wait a minute. I'm, no, I'm way younger than all of that. 
I'm not even. I'm didn't even give me a generation yet. I'm leaving um, again. I'm just kidding. I, of the of the of the deaths that remain, I won't even say my favorite one because it came out of nowhere. We'll we'll talk about at the end. Okay. Um, um, my favorite kill. Okay, the bus one, obviously, but specifically on the bus, Leatherface gets one of the people with the chainsaw. It's like some random guy, and then he's on the chainsaw, and then he pierces another woman, yes. and the two are on the chainsaw at the same time. It was a shish kebab. Yeah, two for one. Yeah, shish kebab. <laughs> <laughs> it was two a little. One. It, I mean, right? That's yeah. not a lot. Am I Coupons all day. It was a free for all. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, it was, it was like watching a shark in a feeding, feeding frenzy. It was nuts. It's another one of the, those those scenes that people were kind of like, oh, this is so stupid. The part where it's like, try anything to get canceled. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I loved it. Okay, um, you know what? It's tongue in cheek. Yeah. It was perfect because that is the climate that we're in. That is like the the culture or what, whatever, like social media, all that, all that jazz. But um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cancel culture is huge. So for them to put it in there, like, yeah, it's not like us, but it, it is like what we see. So I thought it was hilarious because it's like, who do you think you are with your cell phone? Like, what? who are you going to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Backed off. I was like, oh, this is brilliant. I thought it was funny. It was a good little touch, I thought. Oh, totally. I see people like with their phones doing that kind of stuff all over the place. So mm-hmm. it's dumb. I mean, I mean, I get not it, yeah. that the scene was dumb. It's just like, that is, that is reality. So you have to so put funny. it in. Yeah, yes. gotta laugh at those bits. And like, what do you think that's gonna do that to bus. me? I will murder your face. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, who do you think you're talking to, sweetheart? Boom! Th- there was so much murders. I think in the bus, my favorite part was when who I mistake is Catherine. Catherine's actually Catherine. the one that gets killed here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, when she tries yeah. to escape out the window. Yes, almost. <laughs> yeah, Close, she was but no cigar. He, um, amazing Jonathan's her. Ah. Uh, Ooh, very timely. Which, first of all, amazing. Yep, Jonathan, R.I.P. Yeah, one of my dad's uh-huh. favorites, right there. Yeah, that is one of his jokes, right? He cuts, he cuts the girl <laughs> yeah. in half. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Just want to make sure that I didn't, I didn't, I uh, screw that up. And, okay. uh, no. and in this case, <laughs> Leatherface definitely does not try to put her back together. <laughs> <laughs> like in May, do you guys watch that movie? Which one? Which one? May, M A Y. So she. Um, like will kill people that she's like kind of interested in, and then she sews them together to make like her optimal like uh, mate or like soulmate. Oh, interesting! Oh, wow. Just thought of that. It was like, every one of my younger favorites. Okay, M A Y. I'm looking. M A Y. Yeah, May. I thought it was so romantic. Total mess. It's like okay. When you said put them back together, I was like, oh, have you seen this one? Anna Ferris. Really? No. Oh wow. yeah, but not like the main, not the lead. She comes out, she's not the main character. Yeah, she not the lead. Comes out in it. Wow. Jeremy Sisto, Angela Bettis. I'm gonna go find this movie now. Oh please do. No. We're gonna have to bring you back to go talk about this movie now. Yeah. I am here for that. Okay. Just give me okay, more so notice in four from, hours. Actually, I won't need it. Sarah. This one I have down. You have it. You're to, like, good to go. Let me tell you my favorite part. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. This to is notice. it. No problem. We're, you're like, we're going to record this right after this one. <laughs> Not a problem. Bus full of people gets killed and massacred by, by Leatherface. Uh, we really don't get to see all of them. We don't get to see a lot of them, actually. We only get to see, what, three or four at the most? Yeah, and um, before he goes to back after Melody and Lila, mm-hmm. um, Lila escapes through the top of the of the little vent there in the restroom, and the little throwback to the beginning of the movie, the little wine wine uh, oh, uh, yeah. corkscrew thing mm-hmm. that she buys uh, kind of saves her for a little bit. 
stabs uh, Leatherface in the hand. That hurts him. It's cute <laughs> that it was a chainsaw. I mean, that- yeah, yeah, it is. Cool. We escape, and we once again we run into Sally. Sally picks him up, and uh, Sally's not interested in saving him. Sally's that gonna use him as bait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sally's like, nope, you're my bait. But, yeah. Like you totally saw it coming. You know what I mean? Like, of course she's, especially someone who's out there like on the hunt trying to find this person there's absolutely no way that once she has him that she was going to leave but it's like you're also leaving these girls like in the back like it wasn't about keeping them alive or keeping them safe it was about her like revenge mm-hmm. so that was like an interesting take also I mean she still yeah. died so I was watching it again for like I don't know the eighth time and I'm like what do you think you're doing like what do you think you're going to accomplish right now sweetie you know with your chaps what are you going to do nothing her death was epic but it was still kind of frustrating because, like, these girls could have lived. You know what I mean? And then, but it's like, um, like they yeah, totally need to make takes a, over. Yeah, a action figure of Leatherface and Sally they and her on the chainsaw. Yeah. Oh, her on the on the chainsaw. Yeah, it was yep. epic. Wow. See, that's what I want. If I'm going down, it's going to be like that. You're going to take me out, and it's going to be. I mean, it's going to be epic. It'd be like worth it. I'd be like, take, take my picture. Post World it. star. <laughs> snap, snap. Use, use this photo. Thank you so much. Take a good angle. Thank you. This is where we really start seeing the super strength of, of Leatherface because mm-hmm. he gets shot by a shotgun yeah. multiple times at, the, at this part of the movie. Right. Mm-hmm. And one thing that was not believable at all, though, is Light is running away from him. Uh-huh. And he's running behind her and can catch her. <laughs> After he's been able to catch everybody who's running away from him. Mm-hmm. She's fast. She's spirited. She's sprightly. <laughs> Maybe he's a little older. I don't know. Well, uh, he yeah, he's older, but he's yeah, able he's to catch everybody human. else. Yep. But it's also um, kind of like Michael Myers, like where he's like, you know, I'm just going to walk and I'm, I'm going to get you either way. You know what I mean? So even if he didn't catch mm-hmm. her, he knew he was still going to get her. It'd be kind of like that. <laughs> Jax. That wasn't even my dog. I was petting mine for like the past 20 minutes. <laughs> you wouldn't bark because it's so loud. Oh, that was great. Was that David? Uh, yeah, it's mine. That's why I went on mute. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Uh, he's turned into a work cat. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Not again. So at this point, we're going to be able to just move right to the big, to the end already because other than, than killing, I don't think there's much more to talk about uh, that we haven't already talked about. I I do find okay so I mean with like I said there's a lot of social commentary in the in the movie even though it's kind of like it, it's really there's a lot of base social commentary with the um talking about the the school shooting talking about the uh, transformation of the small town bringing in the investors and stuff like that I find it interesting that uh that the character who has been uh, a victim of gun violence turns to a gun to stop violence against her and tries to use the gun and multiple times a gun can't be used because it doesn't work for her. And I, I, I find that is like a, it's, it's just an interesting, it's an interesting takeaway, you know? So it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily work. (laughs) No, that work. I mean, it works, but, but her, her, her wanting to use the gun doesn't work. So mm-hmm. it works. It works for the movie. I find that that is an excellent piece. Melody and Lila kind of um, stick it out. They each time he thinks that he's gonna about to to get him, they either jump on his back, they do something to be able to just 
keep on ticking, right? At the end of the day, we see some more superhuman strength by Leatherface after oh, um, after Melody literally uppercuts him with a chainsaw. <laughs> it's very like oh. Ash. Yeah, she, she has a very like Army of Darkness look to her. The chainsaw, the the shirt she's wearing, uh-huh. her her blood and hair everywhere. And I think they zoom into her eyes too. Yeah, like they do it with Ash. Yeah, yeah, look really cool. Letterface falls back into the water. He floats away like the penguin. And uh, just need it. Oh, God. All we needed is penguins to come pick him up. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> Did I just uh, say, what is this source of water? Like, I felt like. Is that know, where he, he busted the pipe? No, that was poop. That was poop. <laughs> That, that was, was okay, that was really nasty. That was awesome. totally normal though. You've never been covered in poop pipe before. I mean, that's my business, right? Just yeah. a different podcast. Oh, <laughs> different. We're not, Let's go to that strange podcast. We're, we're not kink shaming here. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I think uh, that the, the water, the, oh, I, the, I mean, I've been in a lot of abandoned buildings. Oh, not, okay. I mean, just, just for, you know, old jobs and stuff like that. But, uh, like you know water does pool if your ceiling falls in it looked like this this place had a ceiling that had fallen in so the the water had pooled so i'm imagining it just is uh it's a very not a super deep pool of water maybe a couple feet but you don't need a too much to drown in for a drowning pool not the band just a pool of to float water away to drown in yeah to float down in melody and lila are thrilled to be alive they get Yay. into their telsa Put it on automatic drive. Bam! Um, Leatherface comes back, pulls Melody out, cuts her head off. My favorite death <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> that was that. See, that's true. That's a good one. That was because it came out of the blue. You're like, oh wow, they're actually getting away. I was like, well, that doesn't really make sense. And then it's like, there it is. There. It but is. for me, it's a lot more satisfying. Like I said, I got a really bad Ooh. introduction to Melody. So yeah. I didn't care that she got her head chipped off. Relatable. relatable. Lila was really the one that I that I didn't want to die. Yeah. Just because, like I said, we got to know her a bit. We know She's we got to know enough. a little bit more from her. I, I find it interesting, too, is like, you know, self-driving car in the first scene, self-driving car in the last scene. Obviously, you know what's going to happen. It's just going to keep mm-hmm. driving. Uh, Sally's comment to her before she, like, when she gives her the gun after, you know, she's like, take the gun, don't run away you got to, you know, that kind of thing. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden she's like, Lila's like in a car after her sister's beheaded in front of her own eyes. And she's like, Oh no. Cause it's like, how are you that comfortable? You know what I mean? Like how it's like deep blue sea too. Right. I know this is stupid, ah. but like they kill the shark and then they still have like their legs in the water. What are you doing? You know, it makes no sense to me. And so when that happened, I'm like, you're just in the car. You're not away. You're not safe. Like, it's not over yet. And they're like, oh, you know, oh, what are we going to have for lunch? You know what I mean? Like, they didn't say that, but like, that's how it felt. True, true. But yeah, it made, made, that that made no sense to me. Yeah, I was like, you are not mm-hmm. safe. Why are you calm? I was, I was like, because right when you get calm, walk up there. Yeah. Done. You know? The thing is that they didn't have to put engage the, the auto drive, right? Autopilot. Yeah. So they could have just Stupid. land on the on the gas and get, get the heck out of there. Yeah. Boom, gone, out. It's a privilege. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know what the gas pedal is. I like, it just blows my mind. 
Yeah, they Alexa, <laughs> drive me here, please. Let's go twenty miles an hour. <laughs> what are you doing? Get out of uh, here. I had a Real. big connection. Oh. Go, go, go. Go ahead. Go ahead. To uh the girl who survives Lila Wright, because for me, I mean I get that she had this the most backstory in the movie, <laughs> but Greg knows where I'm going with this. The bigger backstory here was like we all saw the movie she was in eighth grade. So I'm like, I know what she did all of middle school. Now she's in this movie. She was in that movie eighth grade with Bo Burnham. She was the main girl in that movie. So when I realized that was going on, I was like, oh, yeah, that was a really traumatic year of middle school for her. This can't be any worse than middle school for her. Very true. I can't say I've seen that movie. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Well, I was sitting on that joke, so now that... You can you can edit this part out. <laughs> Dave was just trying to ra- he was just raising hope right there for you. He I'm didn't so get too sorry. vertical with it, so it's a little love without an end. That. I'm so sorry. These are also things that she's been in. <laughs> I, I apologize for David's bad behavior. Oh my <laughs> He's my friend robot. <laughs> it was a real gut yeah. shot straight. Yeah, we can we can move on now. I I stayed up too late thinking about that one. Uh, he took off his also, training wheels. She's also <laughs> in the second season of Castle Rock, so she's Annie Annie's daughter. True, I love the true. the ending scene, like when he slices. I'm, I'm watching it on my iPad right now, like where he slices her head off, and like he he holds it up high, like he's just like he's taunting her. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like look what I have. And then, like, the spin around, I'm like, oh, that was nice. Uh, like, of course, they had to have them spin them around. That was That's... so cool, though, because it's funny. It's like, haha, I win. Like, wow. I'm surprised they... nobody said happy death day to her. <laughs> <laughs> she does come on an happy death day. I, I, haven't, I haven't seen that one. Right <laughs> I'm walking in the, in the new stuff. Um, the true ending, post credit, we yeah. see um, oh, yeah. Leatherface walking towards his old house. He's chilling. He's ready for the next one to come out. Yeah. Like I Thanos. hope that there is a sequel because I had so much fun with this Just one. Like Thanos. I hope that there's another one. What? I would love that. <laughs> so funny. He's gonna go farm. Yeah, he's gonna go farm life. some some faces. Can you imagine like laundry on the on the line, but it's faces. Hanging all his faces. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh. Yeah, That's that funny. would be a nice little <laughs> little shot there, right? A little cinematography, nice lighting, little postcard. Good. I will say, like the the internet kind of ruins a couple of scenes for me, like the the meme of you know of uh, Leatherface taking a shit, and like I. <laughs> when the scene popped up, I was like, man, this is really cinema, like cinematography on point. This is a really epic moment. This is a really great scene where he's coming out of the sunflowers, but it's like, man, I've seen this meme too many times and it's not that good anymore. It just ruined it. I like the fruit roll up one where he's like holding up her face. It was like (laughs) the only way to eat a fruit roll up. And I was like, I'm here for this. That is so good. Yeah, yeah. Now, now there needs to be like uh, some more that are just made out of some of the other ones, like yeah. you know, fun bus is here or something. I don't know. <laughs> the fun bus. <laughs> I'm here to it's clean funny. these pipes. It's just like nothing but turds on her face. Oh so my it's gosh! Like, it's uh, so gross, but so. So good. what I would like to know, yeah, is how they're gonna gauge the the what's it called um. Make ability. Financial. 
<laughs> the financial um what's it called what is what i'm trying to say the box office or whatever whatever well, they we'll whatever they rate office, it right yeah, yeah 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 if it's a success or not because like i said before direct i mean uh critics are not liking it some of the some of the um websites are not liking it saying it's a mess and all that but like i said before that's what you know it's a good movie though you know i I never go by the reviews because they're usually trash anyway you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so when it's a horror movie i don't want to know anything like don't show me too many like trailers or like previews like i just want to go in just myself you know yeah Mm because a lot of the reviews like oh i had a coworker and she's like oh like i hated the movie blah 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 and i was like your opinion is trash right that's what i was thinking because that made no sense like i had so much fun with this film yeah, that it was so good. I loved it. Yeah, that's it. it that's kind of how I felt. Like, I mean, we did do the comparison to Halloween uh, mm-hmm. when the new Halloween when when the new Halloween came out when mm-hmm. the previous Halloween came out. I remember going to the movie theater, and I mean, pre COVID, and it was like I was one of five people in the theater. And I was there for the the thing, and I, you know, yeah. like I was like, oh my god, opening night! I'm here after work watching this movie with five other people, and this is so surreal to me. This should be like jam packed with people. Yeah, I, I think like a movie like this, we've got enough people talking about it on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, that's what we're doing right now, and either you know talking about the things we liked or didn't like. There's enough likable stuff in here, and things that people don't like that make people want to go what are they talking about? Let me go check mm. that out myself. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I feel like enough people will go and watch this that, and, and it leaves so much to be done in a sequel. You've got Leatherface going back to his house. You've got Lila who now she's been tapped by Sally to, she's got to finish this man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or at least make an attempt. I mean, she's, mm-hmm. she's, she, and, and she just watched she has- it. She has uh, an axe to grind now. <laughs> oh my gosh! Imagine she comes with an axe and goes Lizzie Borden, Lila Borden. Whoa! <laughs> Dare to dream. <laughs> we don't yeah. know their last name. That's true. We don't know her last name. Oh. I actually worked with the uh, with a guy that his last name was Borden. Yeah, and we jokingly told him if he was related, and he's like, actually, he I think she's like, like. Somewhere down in his family tree, he, she is part of his family. No, yeah, that's crazy. Oh my god, yeah, it's like it was like many, many, many times like things apart. You know. Okay, I I have to say I this total this total like a a, a step away from what we're talking about, but the actress that played Lila is going to be in this movie about a rock group from the sixties called the Shags. Totally crazy. You all have to check this out. It's about a group of sisters whose dad locked them in the basement, gave them instruments to learn how to play because he wanted to record a record so that they could become like the next big thing. They were not musical. They were not very great. So to say they did make a couple of like albums and stuff. Uh, but they were very, it's, it's really creepy music and the whole story is really creepy. The dad died of a heart attack and the girls were left in the basement until someone came and let them out. Whoa. I'm done for that. Hands wow. Down. Oh my gosh. It's Hands just down, a down. creep show of a story. Um, Wait, they is this based on true? True story. Yeah. They were oh. like in the sixties, like the dad took them to go play their first, their first uh, concert. And like, people were throwing cans and stuff at them because they were not very good. 
But and their what was music this one called? is uh, it's called the Shags, based off of the the real group, the Shags. And you can go listen to the the you can go find their music on on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kurt Cobain was like people have like when they they asked him like what would inspired you, and he's like the Shags, and it's just a it's just creep show style like it's just like you listen to it and you're like this is just really creepy how did these these girls it like the the drumming's a little offbeat the guitar's a little everything's like a, just a little off and it Timothy just Timothy Shelby's gonna be in it yeah it's just it, yeah. I'm excited to see this because it's any th- that mean it's just a just it's one of those stories where you're like this is too far from being real but it is real <laughs> and here's a girl who just played in a creep show of a movie playing in another creep show of a movie based yeah, on real life. Shows, uh, another, another movie. Oh, yeah. What? Get out of town! <laughs> Is it based new- on a comic book? <laughs> it's brand new information. Um, I have it right here. Oh, my gosh. It's beautiful. What's it called? Creep show? Yeah, that's it's a comic book. Oh, by the way, yeah. director David Garcia makes a little cameo. If you blink, you missed it. As part of the social media people who are commenting on the killing that's going on. Oh yeah, uh, he puts who hired this clown? Who hired this clown? <laughs> That's pretty good. That's freaking awesome. That's funny. Oh, Melissa, by the way, uh, Greg's me. a professional clown. Dun dun! dun. I'm learning so many things. Yes. Ha ha. Dun dun dun. John Wayne Gacy? Just kidding. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, maybe. maybe a little bit. I mean, whatever. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, I. I, I am I, who I am. <laughs> I, we do. Everyone's different. Yeah. And for everybody who, who were like, where did they get a, this no unknown director? I mean, he actually, um, he was a cinematography, mm-hmm. uh, director of cinematography for, for Bloodfest. Mm-hmm. So another movie that a lot of people really enjoyed. And he actually came in to replace the original directors that who were fired after the first, uh, I think, week of wow. of production. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, so he 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 came in and replaced these two directors for whatever reason. I don't know what the the you know the background of that was, but he replaced them. Um, and I think we need to go back to to the horror movies being and giving directors who are not as big the chance to create these horror movies oh, yeah. that are awesome. Cause not to say that bigger studios or big, bigger directors can't create horror movies cause they certainly can. But when you go, when you start to try to make it for everyone, like mm-hmm. a lot of the horror movies back in what? 2000s, early 2000s were like PG 13. Yeah, it's a lot of trash. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. And yeah. not to say that a PG 13 horror movie can't work, mm-hmm. but because they're trying to get that money from the yeah, younger audience. Yeah, for sure. They tone it down. Uh, if it works for the movie, fine. Yeah, make it PG-13. But if it's a rated R movie and you're cutting it down mm-hmm. and editing it to make it PG-13, mm-hmm. uh, that's that's where you lose people. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I think we need to go back to this. Get get these directors who really want to prove themselves. That's how it was done in the, in the early, you know, the B movies, right? Cause I feel um, like it's paying tribute to horror versus trying yeah. to go mainstream to make more money. We're the ones who have been watching this since we were all kids. Right. I mean, like I know I have. Yep. And so when we watch kid. a good horror movie, it, it, it does something for us. You know what I mean? It's like, finally, because for a long time, like there was nothing. And I know I'm going to go a little mainstream when I mentioned the conjuring, but 
like let's go with like the original it had been a long time since I had seen a good like new horror movie that wasn't a remake of something. You know what I mean? Like an mm-hmm. original type idea. And like that one, it was really good. I know a lot of people are like, you know, if you mention horror, I keep you mentioning conjuring, like you're not an actual horror fan. No, 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 no. It had been, there was a long gap in between, you know what I mean? And this one, it is, you know, part of like a legacy, but it was done beautifully. I feel like, th- like this is a great horror movie. Like I can watch this over and over again. It so, sounds and like once again, I'm hoping we see more of that. Yeah. And once again, for people who are some like, Saying, oh, this story was trash or anything like that. Have you seen the other Texas Chainsaw? Seriously, like, let's have a combo, right? There's only like (laughs) three total good ones. Yeah. Yeah. What? Only three total good ones. I I strongly disagree, sir. Ooh, I'm into this. Okay. Proceed, sir. I I find them all enjoyable and all you can watch them any time of the year. Drinking tea and eating any type of food product that you wish. Jerky being my favorite, but pulled pork sandwiches, definitely a fave in the house here. Uh, medium, rare uh, hamburgers, because you should always cook your burger uh, a little a little more than your steak, which I always prefer to be on the rarer side. But I mean, <laughs> definitely, definitely meat products, of course, um, ground up. I, I also like a, what I call a monkey meat sandwich, which is bologna thrown through Bring a blender. It. Bring huh? it in. Yeah. Bring it in. I am. I and but I find them all fantastic. But this <laughs> one right here is the icing on the cake. And I, I can't wait till a second one comes out. Just just to be clear, I said good movie. I can enjoy bad movies. Oh yeah. The other takes the chainsaw massacres, I can enjoy. Doesn't mean that they're good. 2003, 2006, those I think those are both really good. The uh, like the original, of course, but I feel like 2003 remake and then the some the, remakes uh, fall short, like, like Wrong Turn. Those just went down mm-hmm, the drain. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? After the first one, it was just, they were just just spinning that drain. But I feel like with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I feel like even like the later like movies, they're they're still really great. I, mean, I think so. Fine words, guys. We already, I think we actually we already said them. We enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Watch it. We would any more. Yeah, watch it. Totally um, watched it. Would watch again. Hands down. If you. Like this movie? Just let us know you liked it. If you didn't, let us know. Like it's fine if you don't like it, you know. Yeah. But you know, you're you're wrong. Um, yeah, we will tear it apart, sucks, and that's um... fine. Yeah. <laughs> Prepare for the wrath. It's fine. It's fine. You're wrong, but you're fine. It's fine. All of us. Yeah. Um, no. Um, <laughs> all I'm gonna say: like it or don't like it. Do it because you don't like it, or you like it. Don't do it because of the critics. Yeah, don't do it because the critics are the enemy. Even because what? So we're not yeah. really critics. We're I mean, just we're... a bunch of goofballs that like to talk about movies. I had a fun time watching a movie and getting to talk with, talk about it with my friends. And that's, that's, oh, yeah. what you, that's why you should watch it. Mm-hmm. That's the real movie. That's yeah. the movie. We're all the real monsters. Like a lot of my friends, they don't watch horror movies. Like they think I'm super weird because like horror movies, they calm me down. Like, it's just like, what are you doing watching a horror movie or like paranormal or true crime? You know, that's what I watch all the time. So it's nice to like chat with people. Like I have a few best friends, like Andre, the one who left that comment. And mm-hmm. like a few other friends that are into this and we can have these types of conversations, like an in-depth combo. I miss that. So this was a lot of fun. All right. I think that's going to do it. I think we, we talked really good about the movie. <laughs> we, for the most part, we liked it. We had some parts that we, that we think could have been done better. I think some of it was left on the chopping, on the chopping block. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I think the overall, movie was was um was awesome 
Yeah. Watch it. It's on Netflix. Do it. Do it. And then do it again. And yes. again. I want to thank everybody for for joining in. I want to thank Melissa for, for joining us in a literally about four-hour window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. This is a good time. Awesome. Awesome. Make sure to let us know what you thought. Not only the movie, but the podcast. Give us a thumbs up. Follow us on nerdsftc.com. Or you can follow us on the Spoilerverse where you can find a bunch of different podcasts. Some of those Greg are, are part of as well. <laughs> and um, just go to Spoilerverse.com and just let us know what you think. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next time on Nerd from the Crypt. Are you a fan of things that go bump in the night? Chills up your spine, paralyzed by fright. Thrilled by horror at the center of a chat. Then welcome to the Nerds from the Crypt podcast.